0: Did we just do symmetrical? Mm. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey, and welcome to another episode, episode fourteen. Now, fourteen is my lucky number. Did I ever tell you that?
0: You didn't. Mine's eleven. Why is yours fourteen?
1: Probably this is My birthday. Um, also, I reckon because uh, seven's a lucky number for many people, but 14 is twice as lucky. I'm not going to go any further than that, otherwise it starts getting silly. But welcome to episode 14 of the Swiped Out podcast. I'm here with a woman who needs no introduction.
0: Hi. <laughs> Although introduce me, big me up.
1: Yeah, this is a woman who is sitting here in a Fulham top in my house. Even though she supports Woolwich and is in the house of a Spurs fan. So she knows just, how to read a room. It
0: was just very cosy and it's raining today. It's been raining forever. Are we, is this Storm Brendan we're
1: having? I can't, yeah, it is, but I can't imagine a, a, a mean Brendan. But in case you haven't recognised her voice or this is your first time, you are a swiped out virgin. I'm here with Swiped Out Girl.
0: Hi, that's me. And you can reach me at Swiped Out Girl on Twitter and Instagram. And Glenn has two handles get a handle on it glenn
1: (laughs) i would do it if i could kill the american say kill don't kill if i could take the americans tag but uh i am a dating dad on twitter and just if you find dating dad on on instagram or pinterest or am i on tiktok i don't know but anyway just find me hunt me down and your songs your songs a on instagram it's just dating dad yes Find me on Twitter and then kind of search your way through there. Take that trip down the rabbit hole.
0: Um, and please keep on sending your reviews. I think we've got a couple more in. Um We were just saying the other day that um we are all five-starred up and I will genuinely cry um, and no one wants that. If we ever get a one-star review, it would drag down our entire average and I'm, I'm not quite sure I'm emotionally stable to deal with that. <laughs> I'm getting enough knockbacks in the dating world. Guys, don't, don't do me dirty like that. Five stars only. It's a nice
1: round number. Have we got any more five star reviews that we can? I'm read just out?
0: having a look. We're going to get to that awkward situation one day when I, I read out something that's already been said, and that's just so thirsty. Can you imagine if I read them out again. Let's just start again. Just, just go just round tell and round. Nice things. See, this, guys, we can make you famous. Like, imagine being able to say to all your friends, "Listen to this podcast," and not only have you recommended the best, the biggest British dating podcast out there, you're in it.
1: Yeah, your name is. Uh, not up in lights, up in audio lights.
0: Oh, I like that. Let's have a look. I'm just having a little scroll through now. I don't think we did um, Essential Listening from SS at 37. This is my go-to podcast on a Tuesday. Hilarious content and also plenty of tips from Jackie on how to stalk prospective dates you as well as the on ex You
1: are really good at that. You're getting a real reputation. Thank you. Everyone loves a bit <laughs> of Jackie deep diving.
0: I'm not sure that was a compliment, but thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, send us your... Um, reviews on iTunes, like we said before sadly you can't leave them on Spotify but you can always email us and we will still
1: read them out. Glenn, yeah. any updates on admin from you? Well only if you want to email us visit our website and you've got our addresses or email show at swipetoutclub.com
0: When are we we're going on tour? I'm bored now. I'd are love to Are we famous yet?
1: Yeah. Well, depends on which measure of fame you get. I know that I'm famous in my daughter's school.
0: Fabulous potential but- first I don't, tour venue?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to be an ideal ideal arena for us to tell people about Don't audience, dating. are they? Read no. the room,
0: know your audience. It's and definitely
1: it, not a group of 14-year-old girls. Once again, if any of you are listening, stop listening. Please stop listening, for the love of God.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of ready to go on tour. It was Girls Gotta Eat's 100th episode this 100. week. 100? 100, so, so we are a 10th. We're,
1: we're only 84 behind, 86 yeah. behind.
0: We're a 10th as famous as them.
1: I'll I'll take that.
0: And they they travel all over. I just basically want to go places for free (laughs) and have people laugh at us and buy things. No, laugh with us. With us. I'll take at us. I'm very keen for a meet and greet. I I will happily eat fan
1: food. I remember Frank Skinner saying never eat fan food because it could be poisoned. I'm more than happy to eat banana bread. See, now I'm thinking about doing, if if we don't do anything before, and I'm sure we will, uh, for my birthday this year, I'm going to be 40 and I'm throwing a great Gatsby themed party i'm keen and i'm gonna put it out there and people it won't be anyone can turn up on the night you'll have to get on the guest list so you know i'll I'll release all these details later on but if i think it's via dice or design my night there then i'm sure we can do something on the night
0: and then i'm 40 next year so it's actually if this is the 21st of january today it's my birthday next week next tuesday 28th
1: of january so you're gonna wait 28th of january so the next episode is going to be your birthday pod correct Wish I'd known. I wish I'd have brought cake or something. Send
0: gifts
1: <laughs> or cash,
0: or just a date. Just, <laughs> just send a guy that will turn up for
1: a date. More of
0: that later. Um, speaking of catching up, I um, tweeted Lady Kilo. So cast your mind back to last week's episode when Glenn read out her message about cancelled dates, I mean, and it was a good. It was good a good. Message, it was yeah. a solid cancellation, yeah. and and I said that it it bode well for her. I think because he ticked. Both things we said a cancelled date message needed. He offered an alternative date and he said that he was really upset that he couldn't make it. So I reached out to her, as the Americans say, um, yesterday and said to her, I I need to know what happened. Were me and Glenn Glenn correct? Did he rearrange the date? And this is what she said. Yes, I got my date. I mean, we knew that, right? Mm -hmm. We're dating experts and professionals. So I said... I knew you had a genuine one. How did the um, text go? And more importantly, how was the date? And she said, It was good. Really enjoyed myself and was treated really nicely. However, no sexual chemistry. Oh, that's a shame. Wait for it. This, this was the kicker that I didn't expect. Which was okay, because I met my now husband a few weeks later. Bloody hell. And I thought, either she moves fast, or this was an old text. That
1: is serendipitous. So I
0: said, oh, I thought this was a live situation, but this is even better. She put, I suppose it was live at the time. So, yeah, so there you go. From cancelled dates come husbands. So they should be queuing up for me right now. I was going to
1: say, in that case, I'm buying a hat.
0: So I'm I'm happy that it worked out for you, Lady Kilo. Um, What have I got in... So Running Man is dead...
1: well we hope we hope not literally oh you 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 might
0: (laughs) (laughs) says you um so yeah dead r.i.p. him still follows me on instagram still
1: views my stories good come see my thirst traps the thing is what i love as well is you could put a story up with you holding a board saying fuck you running man he would never know and he would have no idea i
0: mean he might he might know
1: yeah I, mean, I, don't cre- I don't know if i credit him with that much intelligence part of the
0: reason why i stupidly made myself run a half marathon with no medal bling at the end of it the other day was because when i met i was doing the 10k uh, sorry, when i met him i was doing the 10k he was doing the half marathon and i just wanted to run it so that i could put up a screenshot of my night running it out to be like we can all do half marathons mate you're nothing Easy. special <laughs> just find one out for fun just because it was a wednesday so yeah so that was a little dig at him but yeah he's, he's still viewing and Quite frankly, he can continue to view for as far as I'm concerned. Seem looking cute. Good. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and then there was another guy who we called. And for those of you who follow us on Twitter and keep up with our daily exploits, Mister, it's complicated. Yeah, so it's really yeah. About him. So we we pass in work, um, and I'm not a big fan of shitting where I eat. So I I don't like to have anything where I'm going to like see the person in future if it all goes a bit wonky um and he he went out for a run why are they all running note to self stay away from men running who can run sucks. fast yeah <laughs> so he went out for a run i went oh how far are you gonna go because you know i'm a runner now and he went oh, i'm just gonna run for an hour and see how far i go and i was like okay cool so when he came back i said what did you do and he went seven i was like miles and he went no kilometers and that's seven k
1: in an hour the running snob in me went Ew. I, I'm not. I'm not bullshitting here. I can walk seven k in an hour.
0: I I do seven in about thirty two minutes, and I was like, "Ew, like that that's, I like that's That's like attractive. being able to beat
1: him up, basically. <laughs> you, you you don't want to be able to beat him up and be able to outrun him afterwards.
0: Yeah, because then he'll never catch me. <laughs> so that was a bit weird, and then. I got my phone out and I, I was comparing running times because we're losers. And he said, oh, I use Garmin. What do you use? And I said, oh, I use the Nike running app. And then he literally said, are you on Instagram?
1: Well, straight out of the... Just out of the blue, like but that.
0: Very, like... What's that got to do with running? Exactly, right? Like, just because I got my phone in my hand. But I, I've, I've seen him on Instagram before and I saw that he was private. And I was like, I, I can't. I can't be the girl that you see, like, in her place of work who then adds you. That's, like, thirsty as fuck. I'm mm. not going to... So the fact that he asked perfect big quick in there perfect so i'm my instagram is on private so i thought brilliant if you add me and then you're private that's equal and opposites yeah if i accept you and you're private if i request you 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 better accept me yeah you're on a
1: you're on a level then you're on a a level like there's
0: absolutely no way that really annoys me if i'm on private and i let you in and then i request you and you don't Mm. social media rudeness (laughs) you've, you've got to let me back in so we request we're now following each other And then I I noticed on his stories that he was out somewhere quite fancy for breakfast, then lunch, then dinner. So I slid into the DMs, because I had no shame, as discussed before. I was like, wow, I want to eat out as much as you. I mean, no wonder he runs so slow. Like, if guy eats like a horse.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming, because you're attracted to him, I'm assuming that he's not a large man.
0: I'm going to show Glenn a picture right now, which translates terribly for, for podcasts. Um... But I just want to get his feedback on him.
1: <coughs> what do you think? Okay, so this is a guy who basically looks like Chris Pratt. I don't know uh, who that got, is. Uh, he's got, you don't know who Chris Pratt is? No. No, th- Stephanie Pratt. I watched The Hills. He, he was in uh, Googling Jurassic, now Jurassic World. He's in, my favourite is Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Rec. Very, very funny guy. Wish he wasn't a bit of a religious loon. But, Looks like him, some stubble, slender, flat white, but but still, actually, he's got some physical game about him. He okay, carries himself quite well. The, and the trousers
0: are quite snug. He's I find. wearing a
1: three piece as well, which I personally really rate. Mm. Uh, with an orange bow tie, though. You got an orange. I'm going gold. Gold. Yes. Amber. It's, yeah. It's, not burnt, sure what that's burnt about. Burnt sienna. Burnt sienna. Yes. But um, other than the colour choice for bow tie. I thoroughly approve.
0: Well, he's Australian and I am desperate to talk to him about my bushfire (laughs) because every time I see him I'm like, oh my God. I need to teach you
1: about my hot wallaby. Oh,
0: let's talk about my kangaroo pouch down under. (laughs) Just talk to me. Oh my God, I've been hanging around with my gay men too much because
1: oh God, he just... And I, I, I can't talk around him. I just lose all see, that's, that's a good sign. Is it? Yeah, because that means actually, you know what? You you can see something that's a bit more than just a bit of banter. But
0: all we ever do in the place of work is like, hey, how are you? Cool, okay, bye. So when he added me on Instagram, I was like, I've got an ins. Oh, so you Love don't an ins. kind of
1: knee-shaking, girly.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then like he's never got really got any reason to speak to me. We're just like, ship's passing in the night. So I said sitting into the DMs, was like, "Wow, I want to eat out as much as you." And I think before when, when he'd left that day, I said to him something about football, and I went, "Oh, like who do you support?" I'm always interested who foreigners support. Like when they, you come over here, what team do you take under your wing? If they say Man United, yeah, no, no time for them. But if they're like, "Oh, I spent some time in like Leicester and I adopted them, and then they won the league, and it was brilliant," I, I like a little story. And he said he doesn't really follow football. He's more of a rugby boy, obviously. Oh, okay. okay. Australian. Yeah. Um. So when I said into the DMs, I said, oh, when I get like nice like hospitality tickets for a football match, I'll take you, and then you can take me to a rugby match." And I said to him, "Oh, who do you support?" And he went, "I'll just support whoever you support."
1: I mean, are you talking my language? No, that's oh what in terms of the football? Yeah, he was nah. like, "I'll just support
0: whoever you support." No. I was like, so like, like he's got to have we'll take on football. We'll do what I say, tick, <laughs> tick, <laughs> doing all the things. So we started chatting and there was a lot of like innuendo flying around. I good, live tweeted good. it, right? And I was asking for suggestions. So I think I'd said, how the hell did it start? It was something about cars. Um, can't remember, but there was a lot of, um, no, it was about, I, I used the word smarmy and he didn't know what it meant. And I said, oh, it's kind of like, I think I went to Urban Dictionary and looked it up, and it said about um, the sort of personality of a used car salesman. Okay, and he that's... said, "Oh, I've I've never lost a, I've never sold a used car in my life." And I said, "Oh, I've heard that it's all about the after-sales care. That's how you get repeat business." I mean, I
1: was coming did, up with all the puns. Did Did someone do something about old bangers?
0: I said, um, you you need to make sure that you get a smooth runner and you're not left with an old banger. And good, someone, good, good. Um, I, I also mentioned something about not too many previous owners. Got
1: to check whether there's decent airbags.
0: And then, well, he was he went more sales um, line ah, of things, okay. and he said, you also don't want to rush the transaction. And I was like, <laughs>
1: if, he's, if he's playing, that's a good thing. Surely, I mean, so, this, this, this surely you must be telling me now this has progressed from beyond just innuendo to a bit more. Have you seen him?
0: Have we met? Did you know how my life goes? Oh, so, Jackie, come we, but on. we had that all day, and we literally as soon as he's reading them, he's replying. This is going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. So then, I just assume now that because it's my luck and because it's men, everyone has a girlfriend. So I didn't want to like approach it full on. I just toe dipped. I just dipped my toe in, and I said, "Well, look, maybe one day when you're single." Because I've only said that in the hope that he comes back and says, what are you talking about? I am mm-hmm. single. So, you know, maybe one day when you're single, because that that's the point of that is twofold. It gives him an opportunity to say, I am single. Yep. Let's go out. Or if he isn't single, he knows that my morals say, if you're not, you're going to have to wait until you are. I'm not smart. getting involved. That's, that's in, good right? play. That's, that's right? pro tip. Pro tip. So I went, well, look, maybe one day when you're single, you can take me out for a drink. And then he wrote back this really like a messily worded response of, ah, yes, need to sort out this whole single situation. Blurred lines.
1: Blurred lines how? I don't
0: know. Because I don't know if he means, yeah, you're right, I'm not single and I need to get that sorted so that I can go out with you, in which case it's a bit shady. No one wants that guy. Like, that's not a good start to a relationship. Or he means... I need to sort out the fact that we've got crossed wires here and you think that I'm not single when I am.
1: Or he's just really literally loves Robin Thicke.
0: Right? I think that was more a little bit rapey, that song, rather than I was <laughs> really I don't was. think they're the same blurred lines, at least I hope not. But then he sends me his phone
1: number. So I was like, dude, if you're not single, what, what are you doing? Well, is there a term, and I don't know if there is a term, for warming up the next person?
0: Yes, so there you're, is. You're oh, in a relationship, and you want to warm up
1: to the next one.
0: Nah, live googling people. Tap, tap, tap. I think there is a term for it when you're talking about narcissists, and they they call it narcissistic supply. So when they're moving on to the next one, there's always something on the back left hob, mm-hmm. which is as we've all discussed
1: the worst of the hobs. Definitely the worst.
0: I, I favor a front right, but someone else said front left. Front
1: left. Not as oh, they must be left-handed.
0: Maybe front right is always the ring that's got more fire to it no back yeah, left I, my, is always my front the ring's got a double one. ring and this
1: massive yeah like mock ring
0: so they have something hobbing until they're ready to move on to the new supply and there normally is an overlap so once something else like shiny and news come along they're like the proverbial magpie that's like oh that looks good so I, yeah i have no idea what that message meant so as soon as we switched on to whatsapp the conversation got a bit dry because i messaged him my first message to him was hello blurry lined boy um so what was it that you needed to clear up i'm like straight in there i've not got time to mess around if you've got someone else ignore what i got time for that shit no not interested so like what was it you needed to clear up and he said um oh it's it's a it's a long story and i said i'll be honest i'm not a fan of long stories long stories tend to mean that they're messy and, and current and current all I'm going to say is it's a, it's a damn shame. So again, I've just... I've just... Not chink of light in the door. I'm just saying, if you were to ever become single, and I know he was in October because of something on his Instagram. So this... If so he it, is he with someone... It
1: can't be that serious in just that period of time, usually. Clearly he doesn't think so. The,
0: the girl that I work with is like... I see like chemistry between you two. He definitely likes you. But I think he's got something on the go that isn't too serious. Okay. But... I mean, he went back to Australia for like three weeks at Christmas, so... Well, that's because it's a long fucking way. It's a long fucking way, but equally, if I was his girlfriend, I, I would be a bit pissed that
1: I've not seen him all over Christmas, and See, she wasn't I, with I, him. No, I think that would be too much, because been, she's been with him since October at the most, Yeah. so a month and a half, two months at most. He probably booked that flight ages ago. She's not going to be able mm. to maybe just drop out a grand to go and visit Australia, and after True. that amount of time, would you really want to be spending three weeks... With his, his friends family. and family, uh, no, that's hugely pressured. So yeah, I can't see that being an issue.
0: I mean, would would I want three weeks in Australia when it's sunny at Christmas? Probably, yeah. But the but family along it, be with it, him. no, yeah, yeah. So we we're gonna yeah we're gonna park it. Communication is. I, I feel like he was more than happy to chit chat and have the flanter as we call it, the flirty banter about like all the innuendos over the instagram chat and i just feel like as soon as i've like put my marker in the sand to be like "Mm, not keen on that if there's something on the go i feel like he's bored now he's quite more than happy to have like the sexy
1: chat so when you park when you say you're parking it are you parking it and switching the engine off and walking away or is the motor still running um is it an automatic or a manual car I don't know with this because I haven't heard, seen all of your messaging.
0: I think if it's an automatic, we're in parked. Okay. At the minute, if it's a manual, I'm in first gear. It's just
1: ticking over. I'm just waiting to see. But but, wait, if it's in first, your foot's still on the clutch, so you're still engaged with that. Oh. Are you? That's what I'm asking. Are you still engaged with this thing? You've not shut it down totally, so you've not parked and walked away. Right.
0: Here, here, here's where we're at. The car's in neutral, right? Yeah. But it's sort of broken down. But if someone comes along and gives it a push. It might tick into action. Okay. That's where we're at.
1: I love stretching an analogy.
0: God, thank God we got through that. That was painful. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my update. So, not much. What about your updates, Glenn, who what? went on a date? Glenn likes a girl.
1: Glenn likes a girl. Oh. <laughs> um, well, as we spoke about last week, I have seen someone, I met someone that I really like, and in a way that I've not liked anyone, like ever. And when I say ever, I'd actually mean ever. Oh. Even going back to my ex-wife. I met her when I was 17 years old. Which, let's face it, is like... It's a different It's a a different Glenn. It's baby Glenn. It was the 90s. It was a different, not only decade, but a different millennium. A different century, almost, one might say. (laughs) So, even back then, (coughs) I liked her, of course, but I didn't feel as excited as I do now because I'm... More, I know what I want. I know what I want out of life. Yeah, for, you're more, more fully formed. Exactly. And so, as we talked about last week, I had a date last Friday with her, and uh, she came round, and I cooked, and when I say, I mean, hot, tasty, just. But enough of the date. What about the food? Aspired. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the food was wonderful.
0: I, and I heard you did a seafood risotto. Did you poison her? Of course not. Fabulous.
1: Um, I know, I know my way around my own kitchen. And not mm-hmm. only because what I liked about it as well was a risotto isn't one where you just pop it in the oven and no. it. it's interactive. So I made her help cook.
0: Uh, okay. What do you mean? It just feels like you're shirking a little bit of responsibility there. No, no, no. You can't it's... say come round to and cook for you and then cooking get the salt out Cooking of. like
1: that is a dance. Oh, so okay. she's doing one thing, I'm doing another and then you're swapping and then you're you're getting to do things at the same time and I do more of it because I'm cooking but I get her to do certain things in the, in the
0: horse world we call it drill work when you're like when the horse is like overlapping exactly. and very like military
1: parade yeah a, a good a good cooking session is a dance okay. and it's sexual in a way mm-hmm. it's really it works well and it gives you the chance to talk and listen to music and relax and we had a wonderful wonderful time and I really like it
0: So what time did the date go on until?
1: Uh, the date went on until about, I don't know, Should we say s- six o'clock?
0: Okay, nice, nice. So, and I'm assuming that we've seen her. We need a name for her. We do need a name. I don't quite know what to call her. Risotto
1: girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds awful. <laughs> uh, so can call her seafood girl. We went for lunch the next day and we went charity shopping. She bought some stuff. I, I managed to buy and you're not, I don't know if anyone's going to appreciate this. I'm going to get up and walk over here because I want to show it
0: again we'll put this on instagram kids
1: phil collins oh my god no jacket I required loved
0: phil. And, and he's got it on on a record on plastic vinyl, record thing look
1: for a pound
0: what a bargain
1: i loved it i came straight home and played suit suit studio oh
0: my god that is a classic
1: it is wonderful serious no, hits live this.
0: was a belter of an album it and was a carousel on the front i remember
1: i was so chuffed when when i found it but yeah we went we i call them treasure shops because the charity shop is just... You never know what treasure you're going to find in there. Could be nothing.
0: I love Phil Collins.
1: We could call her Treasure Girl. Like it. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, I am seeing Treasure Girl on Thursday. Today, At uh, time of recording is Wednesday. Tomorrow. <gasps> One more sleep. Then I get to see oh. her. And she's going to cook, cook for me this time.
0: So, speaking of dates, Glenn. Yeah. We discuss... We, we just touched the very tip of first dates. So when we come back after this break, we are going to be delving deeper into first dates, how much to invest in them and what to wear. Hi, I'm Charlie Spokes from My Friend Charlie and you're listening to The Swapped Out Podcast.
1: Welcome back after that quick break. And as Jackie said, we're talking about first dates today. And I'm not talking about first dates a TV series, although having been on it, it's a lot of fun and I could talk about that all day.
0: So today we are going to be talking about, that so we, we created a Twitter firestorm in terms of first date prep. And I'm going to go back to one of the tweets that Glenn himself sent me. And part of it, so I think we were talking about Running Man. And Glenn said to me, do you think you invest too much too soon in these first dates? So last night I had a bit of an epiphany. And I realised that the reason why I get hurt so much with the whole first date or being ghosted and so on I think it's because I date so few people because I only tend to give someone a first date if I only like them. I don't date for date's sake. These people that go on like two or three a week either you're just a lot luckier than me or you have a lot lower standards. <laughs> you just want a free dinner. I'm good, thanks. I I don't need someone to buy my dinner. So I'm I'm just not thirsty for any old date. I don't enjoy dating. Like, just for dating. So, I think it's Dating is fun. <clears throat> not if you're going out with any old random just to date.
1: No, but you can match with someone who actually you do get on with, even if you end up not having some sort of sexual chemistry. You don't know so much whether you're going to have that chemistry, whether you're going to have that spark, until you actually meet them.
0: But I don't, I don't need any more, like, peripheral mates. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've got really good mates. I'm looking for my forever guy now. I don't need to collect... More in my friendship circle.
1: Didn't say you had to become best buddies with them. Just going out, having a nice night, seeing if there's any spark. If there is, fantastic second date. If there's not, no harm, no foul. Just move on.
0: But yeah, I think my my my, li- my 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 the rest of my life is so full that I don't need anything else unnecessary to fill it i know what i'm looking for now and that's probably the only thing that i've got time for
1: see now i think this is not where you're going wrong because i think wrong implies there's a right way of doing it but by being so 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 selective about even thinking about setting up a date aren't you putting tons and tons of pressure on that date to go right which then translates into that date being over pressured and going wrong
0: Yes, and then that's why when it either doesn't happen or it goes badly, that's why I end up getting so hurt. And I but I think the the problem is, like, I'm I'm so selective that when someone comes on that I, I do fancy, of course I get overexcited about it because like my the, the pool of men that I want to date is so small it, it is a paddling pool and then they come along, drop trowel and piss in it. <laughs> that's basically what they do. They're leaving floaters in my dating pool, which is already very small. So like, I don't know. Like, of course I wish there were guys like that come along every week that I fancied, but they just aren't. So when I meet them, I go like all in balls to the wall. Really like you. Like fast forward. I'm currently thinking, how am I going to like deal with this move to Australia? Cause I'm going to have to relocate. <laughs> and we've barely like to, to the, to this, to the guys i'm just a girl they're messaging whereas i'm already thinking i am and this is my phrase <clears throat> i've got some sort of emotional collateral i'm already thinking where could this go because i just i don't i don't want to play games anymore i don't want to fuck around i don't want to just date and shag someone and leave so if if i'm already giving you the time of day to go on a date with you it's because i could see a future with you and I said to Glenn before we recorded I like all of our smug like marriage friends always do the whole oh you're too fussy You need to, I, I love this one you need to lower your standards
1: oh, no, what exactly sort of friend would say that to you Will lower you? your standards thanks hun glad that you want the best for me every single date I've been on has raised my standards in some way because it hasn't said oh well you thought they were this and they weren't so you can dial that down no that stays where it is but I thought they were something and they weren't and i have to dial that up so I know that I was looking for this perfect woman, for mm-hmm. want of a better phrase, and every element of that that, she, that a date didn't meet means, okay, well, that wasn't good enough, so therefore you're going to raise that standard because that's the bare minimum you're going to need for a, your perfect date.
0: Yeah, and we spoke before about wants and needs. I think every date you go on, and, and that's the worst thing, you're, you're fine-tuning the list constantly. Mm-hmm. So your list of what you don't want as well gets longer and longer, and then that's when your paddling pool becomes a mere puddle and it's getting smaller and smaller because you see
1: more and more of what you don't want. But I think you, We always you, know what you do want. Yeah, but you cannot find out all of this stuff. You can't ascertain all this through messaging alone. Otherwise, you just end up in some flanter storm and you just never get anywhere.
0: No, and that's why, like, everything in life, the things that you don't know, you add the bits that you don't know so you end up making them into the perfect person because i, I don't and know
1: squat and I about these people not again that's not where you're going wrong but i think that's why I'm moving to meeting them as quickly as possible and actually dating them filtering them out and and qualifying that opportunity in terms of sales talk is is really worth doing because if all you're doing is keeping your pool really really small and trying to wait for that perfect person who definitely matches all those boxes before you meet them then you're going to build these people up into these things that they never can be. They can't ever be this perfect person from that first date. So getting out, meeting people quickly, getting out, getting them out of your head, and not investing too much up front is a way of making sure that you're not going to get too worn down by it all.
0: Yeah, and a friend of the show, Humpo, said to me the other day, she genuinely thinks if I had gone on a date with Running Man, like she's looked through his Instagram as well, she was like, mate, he looks dull as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like... He, he, he'll post generic, like, Google image shots of New York and just put, can't wait to be back here. It's <laughs> not even him in New York. You just yeah. got that from Google, like, image search. Like, he's sunsets and great waking up here today. And it's just, like, a shot of his front room. And I'm like, I don't think you've got anything about you, but I have completely projected onto you that you could be the perfect guy. You're 38 and still single something's obviously not right i don't think he's got much chat i don't think he's got much about him and that like humpo said i think you just you would be too much for him i don't think uh, he's his hashtag not my guy mm-hmm. but you have like because you so rarely fancy someone it's like i'll fill in all the gaps that are missing like his personality <laughs> and then like hope that i gen I, and i said to her, i think you might be right i think if i went out with him i'd be like
1: Oh my God, what was what did I get my knickers in a twist for over him? He's dull as fuck. And that's part of pre-first date. For me, that's about that self-protection. If you don't protect yourself that way, if you open up purely to people before you've even met them or on that first date, then you're going to constantly be hurt because they're always going to let you down in some way, shape or form. Whereas if you keep your expectations much lower... Your hope's higher, definitely. You can mm. hope that they're all these things, but expecting them to be that from the outset, you're always going to be disappointed.
0: And I, and I think there was a, like some semblance of truth in, in what my other friend said the other day about Running Man. She, when she said, I think he's probably a little bit put off by... Like how full and fun and great your life looks on Instagram she was like we all spend so much our instant default after you've been knocked back is what did I do wrong Mm -hmm. what did I say, you read over the message at what point did it turn, what did I say to put him off she was like I think it might I, I think on some level he probably knows that you're too good for him that he wouldn't have anything to contribute you're here, you're there, you're dancing you're at football, you've got this mate, that mate she was like he's posting pictures of his front room like, he, he's the guy that posts pictures on Instagram of his TV from his couch. Quiet night in. Oh, God. Like, kill me. Like, that... Oh, zero bants.
1: I know men and women are different. However, how many of your friends did you tell about Running Man? Lots. Yeah?
0: Anyone that would stand still long enough. How many... Zero. I'm finishing your sentence now. He has told
1: <laughs> zero people about me. Exactly. And that's, that's not unusual. I don't tell any of my friends about practically any of my dates, unless it's a funny story I might tell them in person, Um, but I don't, that's not something that I do, I never think, I never overthink this is, they're saying this, what should I reply to, all those sort of things, I just manage it and if a relationship comes out of it then I might end up introducing them to my friends or talking to them about, talking to my friends about them, I never do that bit before dates because I've got no connection, as you've always said, they're effectively a stranger on the internet.
0: But interestingly, my male friends that I told about him all said the same thing. They were like, if you come across as too available, he was like, like what we said about the kill email. We all want what we can't have. He said, if you put a piece of string on a floor in front of a cat, the cat has no interest. But if you wiggle that string and pull it away from them, suddenly, best game ever. He was like, you need to be that piece of string that's wiggling and like, oh, can't get me, can't get me, can't get me.
1: And a bit of that, a bit of that is definitely true. But also, there has to be a point when you realise that, that if that cat ain't going to pounce, I'm taking my string elsewhere.
0: But I know you're a fan of the law of attraction as well when manifesting things. And what do they always say? Believe it and then just let it go. Let it go. Leave it out there to the universe. You, you have to genuinely switch off from it and just like put it out there what you want and then walk away. I was like, I don't think silence would do you any harm right now. Just whether it's running man, whether it's Mr. It's Complicated. They, they both know how I feel about them. Do you know what I mean? i i yeah. make it more than keen that I'd be, like, more than clear that I'd be keen for a date. And if they're not forthcoming, either it's because they're just super boring and don't want to go... C- can I just say, Mr. Running Man, on his Instagram story the other day, he posted a picture... Yeah, I'm still lurking, shoot me. <laughs> he posted a picture of this couple that he was out with and put third-wheeling it again. Dude, fuck you. I have no sympathy for you. You could have gone on a date with a cute girl, good banter and don't be posting oh whoa is me I'm third wheeling it again oh i want gooseberry no 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 you don't get to do that you don't get to have your little pity party when you've turned your back on a girl asking you out twice
1: this actually matches his one, with one of our listeners messages into us Oh, she was talking about the fact that she's uh, been flirting and, and really building up a, a relationship probably for about six months or so with a guy who lives up in Nottingham he's cute he's a policeman he's you know fit funny gorgeous all that sort of stuff but she reached a point back in about august time where she said you know what basically this isn't going to happen is it so i haven't got time i don't need another pen pal thanks very much we don't
0: want pen pals we want penis pals as my friend said
1: (laughs) (laughs) that silence lasted till about december then he got back in touch with her and they've flirted some more and oh the old hey you text Hey, stranger. Pretty, I think he responded to something that she'd shared on one of her social media profiles. Yeah, because
0: I bet she hadn't engaged them for a while and no, then they, that's ha- when they pop up. She'd absolutely... Remember,
1: whack to... attack. Yes. As so soon as you bang
0: one of them down <laughs> another fucking head pops up. <laughs> bang down.
1: And so, yeah, he just came back on the scene and she was saying, well, what do I do? I mean, should I should I keep playing it along and dropping these hints and saying, when are we going to meet up? You know, he keeps making comments about our eyes and she keeps saying, well, they look great in person. You should come... And, when are you going to come and see them? So have they ever that's, met before? No, never And he's. I, in my opinion, leave it. Pen pals. It's just not going to happen. You've give not. You're not saying right. When are we doing this now? Put a date in your diary. I'm free on this date. You're free on that date. We're doing this. That she doesn't want to do that, and that, that's fine. But if you don't want to do that, then just say I want to meet you. Until you're ready to meet me, I don't really want to be just talking and chatting. It's a waste of time. Yeah, and so,
0: and you do, you get so invested in it, and then like we say, why why are you just sitting chatting to someone? when what you really want to be doing is getting out on the first date and finding out if there actually is something there. Mm -hmm. Like, who who knows? I could go out with Running Man one day, and we could massively hit it off. Or there could just be nothing there. But you don't know until you know. So, assuming that we actually get on a first date, Glenn, what's your prep and go-to
1: first date outfit? See, I don't have a go-to single first date outfit, because... I've got a range. Depends on where Ooh. you're going, what you're doing. He's got looks. I've got nice clothes. Mm-hmm. I try and have a, a range of bits and pieces, whether it's whether it is if it's, uh, cocktails or something, nice pair of jeans or trousers and shirt and so on. If I'm going there straight from work, then I'm not going to mm-hmm. just slob around in, in work stuff. I'm going to wear nice work stuff. And depending on yep. where I'm going, I might, I might wear a, a, a sharper suit or something, a three-piece or whatever. But I'm never going to go full on, really attract. I'm not going to go with my full wedding outfit because I never want to too, too soon. Yeah, <laughs> don't sit down with the with a corsage. <laughs> and a ring on a pillow. One of my things is I want to go to that first date at about eighty percent of my potential. Mm-hmm. It's a good foot forward, but not my best foot forward. Yeah, I've got levels because I want to. I'll, I'll turn up. I'll-, I'll choose the right after shave. I'll maybe go for a haircut if mm-hmm. if I really like go for a haircut first. Trim the beard. Um, oh, fuck it let's do it. full manscaping just in case you
0: never know all of the things Backsack and crack
1: yeah. and if I'm going to go straight from work then I've got a little bullet of aftershave that I'll take with me And I'll, before I go <laughs> sorry, out sorry I home. was
0: thinking of Ann Summer's bullets there yeah, I was like, like that's too much too much <laughs> for a first date hun <laughs> yeah.
1: no I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I've got the stuff with me so before I leave the office still will freshen up I can just freshen myself up I don't want to rock up just looking crap or tired and those sort of things I want to make an effort but I don't want to go over the top for two reasons. One, it's a first date. If I do that for every first date, then it's going to cost a fortune in time and energy and money. And two, like I say, I need somewhere to go. So if for a second or a third date, we go to a nicer place, then I've got somewhere to go. And they can say, you know what, he scrubs up well. As opposed to if I go there and I'm looking as hot as I can look. Yes, it You've might peaked. It might actually lead to a second date, third date. But like you say, I've peaked. All I can do from that is get worse. And that, that's no good.
0: See, I, I, like you. I like to go in at eighty percent. I'll always be in a heel. I just don't feel like I've got any date gravitas in a in a ballet pump. Well, it makes you feel sexy. It it's, makes you yeah, feel it's good. it's where I, it's my happy place. I have to at least, you know, I like a blow dry. Like, there there are certain costs that we all incur. Like travel, that's a crock. We've both paid to get there. I'm not gonna like say well, I pay $12.50 for a travel. We, we've both paid to be there. That's by the by. But um, I'd have a mani pedi. But then I get them every two weeks anyway. I was going
1: to say, that doesn't... Not uh, really a cost. No, because it's a a lot to do in terms of time and energy just for a day. But if you're doing it anyway because you want to do it because that's... Yeah, it might...
0: The the timing of it might alter. So if I I don't need one, but it needs a little... Like, I, I would probably have mine done every, like, two and a half weeks. But I could easily go for if I've got nowhere to go. So it might push you. It's the... But it's the other thing, it's it's, again what we said about like emotional collateral and the the investment of time. So if I've got a date on a Saturday, I'll probably have a little fake tan up on the Friday night. The Tuesday night.
1: I've got to admit that's something I've never really done.
0: Because like if it's like winter dating, fine. No one's seen anything. You don't need to wax, you don't need to tan. If it's in the summer, but it's the early days of summer and you're looking a little bit like the pantone of a vase mean, <laughs> a little bit translucent virgin little, little on little blue Wednesday Adams. <laughs> right I have a little tan but then that's why like we said with Running Man when that text comes through at half seven in the morning and you're like for fuck's sake like because it's it's the time that you've invested in the prep it's not just that morning but it's that would the you have done it anyway
1: would you have got a fake tan anyway
0: no that, that's the frivolous adornments of you, it the tanning the waxing do you really think he notices I do, I do. If he's the right guy for me, he'd notice. If, if he doesn't notice, guess what? Hashtag not my guy. Because he's got nothing to compare it to. No. So, so you might as well go in with you, that being the benchmark. If, if I turned up...
1: <coughs> and she looked a little bit pale... <laughs> then that would be... I'd say <laughs> she'd got alabaster skin. And I've, I like that. That's That would just be a given. I wouldn't be comparing, oh no, she's not as tanned as normal. If I was there and she was my girl, then actually, yeah, I'd want her to look attractive... But looks would be secondary to the connection we had.
0: Again, I think it's about like best foot forward. My, my worst fear would be going in at 40% and then he's really cute
1: and I really like him. And then
0: it's like, fuck, I've not shown my best self.
1: I think for me, it's me getting ready to go on a date is about my, my ritual, my preparation for myself so that I feel good. And yeah, so it's about I your feel, levels. Yeah, and if I feel good and I feel, actually, you know what? And I look in the mirror, I think, you know what? And I don't actually think these words, but you're a sexy bastard. You've got this.
0: Yeah, She's going to love
1: you. Because I look at myself and it, it makes me feel confident. It makes me stand straight to my shoulders back. It changes my posture slightly. It makes me feel, you know what? I'm worth her time. And she is going to enjoy seeing me and being around me. Yeah, But it's all about me and presenting myself better rather than doing it because I think... It's gonna make her more attracted to me. It's about me wanting to be attractive.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah, I'm I'm totally doing these things for me, not him. But I will take it out on him if he cancels or it's it, the date is dead. But like, it, if I've done something like I've cancelled one of my dance classes to see someone, or I've I've not gone to the gym, or I've spent a week like cutting out carbs because I've got the date, and then it's either a shit date or it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm pissed because you have invested time a change of schedules change of diaries you probably move things around or ask your boss for a certain night off or for the rotor to be a certain way and then it all doesn't happen that's more of the kicker for me that's what annoys me when it then either doesn't go well or doesn't happen at all because there's probably been like a week's worth of planning or rejigging yeah i'm sure some people do just rock up in yoga pants
1: oh like, they, they really do oh, well
0: oh. We, we have an email about this one of our listeners let me have a little look paul said i once picked a girl up for a lunch date to an italian restaurant first date after talking on a nap she lived out of the city and i wasn't drinking so i said i'd pick her up if she liked she said yes i rang when i was on her street and she said i'm stood outside i said where she said if you have a white car you've just driven past me i thought she was a kid off the estate oh, she no. was wearing baggy jeans a black hoodie Hair wet and scraped back in a bobble. See, men notice these things and make a no makeup. I wasn't expecting someone dress up for the red carpet, but really. So girls letting me down there. I thought it'd be like all the girls writing in with like bad stories. Then we've got another one from single mandates. One day rocked up in her gym gear, covered in sweat directly after a spin class. Another asked me for a coffee with the venue being at the bottom of her office block. The date was terrible. It was more like a counseling session. Apparently, the no makeup was because she was allergic to all makeup. I wasn't having that, so I pressed her on the subject, and she told me that she hadn't worn makeup since she caught her fiance in bed with someone who was heavily doled up. So we had a good <laughs> chat about that. Then, when I dropped her off, she wouldn't get out of my car. I kept saying things like, Well, nice to meet you. I best be going now. And she kept on asking me questions and wouldn't leave. God. Girls, what are you
1: doing?
0: not your girl. Not your girl. Gross. But yeah, funnily enough, no no girls got in touch. In fact, let me just have a look. We've got a live tweet here from Frances. What are they saying? I had a first date with an ex in a coffee shop and she... Oh, it's a male, Frances. And she came with no makeup and also as well in a pink top. If it was not... If it was not for when we were chatting, there would have been a good chance of not... Frances, mate, you're... Your grammar's so bad, I can't understand you. I had a first date with my ex in a coffee shop and she came with no makeup and also, as well, a pink top. If it was not for when we was chatting, there would have been a good chance of not having a okay. second date. Yeah, having? so it, if she,
1: she was wearing pink, uh, a pink top and no makeup, and if it wasn't for them having good chat, there would have been a good chance they would have had a second date. Oh, thank God that you're... I like baby fish now. on yeah I, I can't I can't cope with grammar and spelling. It's Just probably typos and autocorrect yeah probably so because it, it's not that we expect someone if someone turned up on a first date in a ball gown and, unless I've literally taken them to a red carpet event for some weird weird reason if they turned up in full on slap and full on dress and suspenders and all that sort of stuff suspenders as much as i ball gown. wow I don't know how these things work. But, you know, she was, she'd was she gone all out on all fronts. As much as I think, wow, I'd be thinking, what the hell was she expecting? We agreed to meet in a Wetherspoons in...
0: But, I mean, you'd have to be some sort of sociopath to not understand that ball gowns and Costa Coffee don't
1: go hand in hand. Exactly. It's about appropriate dress for yeah. what you're doing. I,
0: I, I, like, I like a skinny jean, or lately, as we know, a wet-look legging. Nice. You know, a pleather. Um, a heel maybe a booted heel Mm. in the winter although storm brendan like i got home yesterday and my hair was all wet stuck to my face flat i'm i'm vetoing dating in winter i look like shit like i can't the rain i can deal with if it's still because you can get put a brolly up wind wind is the killer of hair Uh, yeah i hate wind can't because you can't escape it it comes from all angles if so it's hair is of my
1: hair, then I can't even imagine what that's like. runny to
0: nose, he nose is dribbling. No, I c I can't deal with winter dating. I'm glad that I'm none of these boys are saying yes to me at the minute because I look at least sixty percent worse in winter. Um first date venues. I don't think we
1: covered this before. What do you favour? I like in an ideal world, what I like is a dual venue. Oh. I like a venue which has got a a good bar i like uh, going for drinks is a good start i think it's Mm -hmm. it's nice relaxing it's non-threatening alcoholic drinks i usually yes i know some people are very keen to do coffee dates before like pre-dates and so on because they say on your first date it's not you dating them it's your representative meeting their representative fine i get that but actually i do like going somewhere because i i don't think i could date a teetotaler not because Mm -hmm. i'm I am a high-functioning drunk, I'm sure, but it's not because I drink tons all the time. It's just because a lot of the social things I do involve booze. I like having a bottle of wine with dinner. Yeah, maybe not sitting on my own indoors, but when I'm out and about, you know, I need someone who, who is happy to have a bit. And so somewhere where you've got that, because it's a drink though, you can cut it short at any stage. If the chat isn't going, you can have one drink, two drinks, three drinks, whatever. But it also It's a a social environment. There's people around. There's lots of things you can talk about. But what I like is combining that, especially somewhere that does good cocktails, combining that with somewhere where there's a follow-on activity possible. So my favourite two places are Swingers. Love Swingers. So you've got a really nice cocktail bar. They do food there as well.
0: Went there with Mr Dubai, the cheating little arsehole.
1: Yeah, he didn't deserve Swingers. But there
0: was a lot. It's it's (coughs) also good room for puns. And, and he did the whole like come up behind me and help me so i know how to swing a golf club Plus
1: so i you, beat him should we say what swingers is for those people who don't know about it or don't yeah, live We in are, we're not talking
0: about tossing your keys into a pot and
1: swapping wives here no that's third date material yes no swingers is a what well, is i think there's a few of them the one i go mm-hmm. to is underneath the Gherkin in london it's that's the one i went to it's brilliant so you've got a wonderful little cocktail bar down like there like crazy golf basically yeah so and then you've got two crazy golf courses in there so you can go on either one and it's it's not massively expensive. It's London expensive. London prices. So is that 20 so it's about, it's about It's about £10 a cocktail yeah. and about... yeah. 15 they bring months.
0: cocktails round to your holes.
1: Yeah, so you don't even have to, to go off and leave your date while you go and sort out drinks. Yep. So you have your nice cocktails and if it's going well, just jump on the golf course. And you've got nine holes to just play with and you there's loads of flirting you can do there oh
0: balls in holes puns so
1: much yeah and but what i really like as well is you get a sense of whether they're competitive and whether they're willing to play you can drop in those comments see
0: mr dubai gave gave me like a handicap he gave me like a plus one on each hole suffice to say i didn't need it right so i ended up like beating him fairly substantially and my my ex was like he used to play off of i want to say plus three is Shit, that a thing that's, that's so, really right and we were in Tenerife on our first holiday together and I like on by like hole four I got a hole in one you have never he was walking around he had a pencil out and he was making marks on the wall about what bit he was going to like rebound and bounce the wall off of he took it so seriously
1: oh wait he, can I just check when you're saying that you're talking about playing crazy golf not normal golf crazy golf thank god for that if you'd made a hole in one on normal golf and I've not got near I mean near it was a windmill
0: that. hole still Kill. basically the same right so I get my hole in one. He eventually gets one, and he's like, "Yes!" and he's like, like in my face, like giving me abuse. So he then gets his hole in one. I then rock up to the next hole, swing it one handed,
1: another hole in one. I mean, honestly, <laughs> he was
0: fuming. But yeah, Mister Dubai, I saw a very competitive side. But I, I don't mind that. Exactly,
1: I like it as long as, and it gives you a real sense of their personality and whether they yeah. whether they've got game as well. Yeah. The, the other place I like on a similar vein is the Four Thieves in Clapham.
0: Not heard of that. Outside Clapham Junction. Tell me
1: about it. It's brilliant. So downstairs, it's about a five-minute walk from Clapham Junction. Clapham Junction is really easy to get to for just about anyone. I know it's not on the tube, but, you know, you you can deal with that. And you walk about 5 minutes down the road. It's a nice pub. So even if you would just go in there for drinks, downstairs is a microbrewery-type place, about 150 gins, really nice, really cool pub, just a proper, modern, really lovely place. But if it's going well, you go through a little doorway go up a steep flight of stairs and you're in my favourite arcade in London. Ooh. Old school. they have got massive projectors with Street Fighter 2 on. You've got Dino, Time <gasps> Crisis. You've got racing games. You've got that dance attack thing. You know yeah, where yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. a dance thing? Um, they've got VR booths. They've got old school shuffleboard and table football. They've also got a remote control car course. So you basically sit down with steering wheels and there's commentators and a massive remote control car racing course. And they've got an indoor mini golf course as well, a neon one.
0: See, these are good um, recommendations for another friend of the show, Rebecca. She wrote in twice about first dates. So she was talking about first date venues and she said she likes a daytime date at a gallery or a museum. I'm entirely nerdy and at least if I don't like them, I haven't spent much and I haven't missed an early night and I won't have a hangover that wasn't worth it. If I like them, then we can then go and get a cocktail or dinner the guy I'm currently seeing took me to a tea bar because he heard me say that I don't drink very much that was great, I give great first dates. I find that if I just meet them for a coffee or a drink, not only does it feel like an interview but I find myself saying the same spiel every time, and she had another bad date experience, where she said, I started dating a friend of mine, in the beginning we both seemed quite excited by where things had started going but I gradually noticed his interest wane this was quite offensive, and quite frankly he was doing very well to be getting anywhere near me (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I had organised a couple of really fun dates. It was his turn. I'd heard nothing from him. In the end, I capitulated, see, it's a girl after my own heart, and texted him at eight o'clock the night before we were meeting. He replied, ah, oh, yes, I'm really sorry. The truth is, I haven't been able to think of something fun to do. How about Peckham? There's a pie and mash shop. I she, love a bit of
1: pie and mash, and I'm put, an
0: Australian boy. I live in Peckham. I'm a model. I don't want bloody pie and mash on my doorstep. But most of all, it's the fact that this dude was unable to think of a single interesting thing to do on a Saturday when we live in London. Go on timeout, Suggest a gallery, a bookshop, a cafe. You can literally meet in London, go for a walk, and it's a date. I mean, it's true. There's so much to do in London. Like I, I would, I love a little walk down the uh, down the South Bank. I'd do a gallery, even though I have zero interest in art.
1: I like that, but I I like, if we went, I like that for a second date. So okay. if I, if I've broken the ice, we've had a nice first date. Then a second date is when you can see whether you can stand them sober.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe I mean I'm gonna need to have a first date soon. I feel like, like I said earlier about the um, the smug marrieds telling you to lower your standards. I, I did that. I did. Oh, there's a classically you need to start watching Sex in the City. <laughs> there's that line from Miranda where she's like, Yeah, I've done that. I've dated the fat, ugly, short, bald ones there are souls as well so like i i lowered the bar that's when i ended up with mr crush velvet you know who made oh, me get my I own coffee a
1: bit
0: of Prince. so i could go out on a date with a guy that i don't fancy and end up you know six six quid in the hole buying my own tea and cake and mm-hmm. so what's the i might as well hold out for someone who's gonna be fit and disappoint me than someone who turns up wearing prince's suit i was like yeah get your own coffee love so i'm just gonna hold out but um are we done? Are we, yeah. Have we yeah, talked for, about everything?
1: For me, so if it was, if I was summing this up from my perspective, yeah. it's yes, be with, some, uh, get a date with someone that you're attracted to, but don't massively invest beforehand. Don't get your emotions up too high. Don't project things onto them that you think actually they might be able to reach. Prepare, but never go 100. percent
0: Feel comfortable in yourself. Yeah, somewhere between your best self,
1: two thirds and 80. You really, yes. You, you want to go there so you're feeling good and you're feeling confident about yourself and be venue appropriate and go to somewhere where there are cut points so you don't have to be there all night but where there's a something a bit more that you can do afterwards
0: if there's someone that i've never met before if it's a tinder or a hinge date i always i like to do the whole like i'm i'm really sorry i've, I've got to leave at nine o'clock i've got i mean i get up at five o'clock for work every day so it's a fair one so i always say i've, I've got to go at nine then that way if we're meeting at six i can do three hours of waffle that then that's my limit then i'm done if it's going well you do the old let me just make a phone call and see if i can get out of work they don't know what my schedule is so you've given yourself a cut off if you need to get out of there if you just skid out all quickly then you can go if it's going well you make the fake phone call you know you pretend that oh i'm getting my mum to pick up the kids i'm asking my boss if he can change my rotor then you can stay a bit longer. But
1: I I, I favour a cut-off point. Just one, one final question. Mm-hmm. Do you ever set up the oh my God, what happened phone call?
0: Absolutely. It, and it's not called that. Four, it's, called the, it's called the something bad happened
1: phone call, a.k.a. Charlotte York in Sex
0: and the City. You need to start watching it. See, I don't
1: know any of that. This is just something that, I use, that I've done and I've made sure all my friends do as well. I'm their phone call guy. Yep. I'm the one who phones them and just double checks and then basically just sit there while they say whatever they're saying, tell yep. me that they're alive, tell me that it's all good, or they say... Oh shit! Oh, okay, oh, I'll call you back in a minute. Then I don't have to worry about them for the rest. One
0: of my first boyfriends, the one that went off to live in Hong Kong and want me to go with him on our first date, I had a girl like teed up, ready to call me about an hour into the date with that. Oh my god, something bad happened. We were in the middle of Epping Forest, zero signal. <sighs> like, luckily, the the date went well, but this was back in the day, like pre WhatsApp, pre Wi Fi. I want to knock your face off phone, you know. All she could do was call. Zero connection. But just
1: say if you're gonna do this, and uh, I'm assuming everyone knows what this is, and we've kind of described it well enough. But if you're gonna do it, don't set it for an hour because the guy will know what it is.
0: Ah, oh, okay. So make
1: it either as Frank Skinner calls it, not the
0: oppressive minutes. 12ths. Exactly. That set your set your morning alarm for eight oh seven. Who cares? Why do we set it for eight ten? Eight
1: fifty. I six fifty eight because like, I'm I like just being different. Because you're ghetto. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I so set up that. I, I regularly will text my friends if they're on a first date something like, fuck, I can't believe this just happened, I need you. And then I'll put in brackets, this is
1: in case you need to use this text. <laughs> I'll just have it flash out. She's like, oh my god, Jack is in trouble, I've got to go. So get those set up, but. Get dates in a diary, go on some dates. But well, Glenn,
0: I'd love to. huh, I can't get a text back.
1: What's that? Lower your standards.
0: Lower the bar is the floor right now. I'm gonna ring up I'm gonna ring Dick Pig Boy, I'm gonna ring <laughs> Purple Crush Velvet, I'm gonna Mr Marseille, Mike, New York, I'm coming for you. <laughs> He's still and waiting
1: this, there. This time it's He's not still a wind up. In bed I'm that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, next week, what are we talking about? On oh, my birthday! That's
1: all we're going to talk about. The entire the entire episode is going to be. Let's talk about Jackie's birthday. So, you've heard this on Jackie's birthday, which is Pod Day Tuesday. Send her lots of messages. Yay. Send her happy birthday things. Venmo you money. It's my I don't last know birthday
0: in my 30s.
1: And it's going to be the last birthday of the, not worst decade, but the penultimately good decade, because your 40s are going to be incredible.
0: Oh, God, let's hope so. Let's hope, hope I've learned something by then.
1: Yeah, let's, let's not hope that high.
0: So, all that's left to say, guys, is see you next Tuesday.
1: Love that bit the imp.